0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Let's switch over to the defense um, because I think, you know, I had mentioned earlier a lot of the weapons that this Packers defense is going to have to contend with. I can imagine the commanders like leaning on their run game because they also have a really nice one-two punch with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. I love Antonio Gibson. I think he is such a fun player. I draft him. I have drafted him in fantasy every single year that he's <laughs> been in the league. Um, he obviously has not done too much. They also have JD McKissick. So they have a lot of a lot of guys up there. And look, the Packers run defense has again been a little bit of their Achilles heel along with those crossing routes. So I imagine that the commanders, look, Ron Rivera is a smart coach. I think we also look at the commanders and we forget who's leading them. And I have like full confidence in Ron Rivera being able to game plan properly for this. Um, so that's kind of where I think that they're going to lead. Now, obviously we have to look and think about, you know, this hamstring issue with Jahan Dotson. Is that going to be a problem? But they still have Scary Terry and Curtis Samuel. Just a lot of pieces. I think that Joe Barry is going to have to pay attention to.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know who made the adjustment. I mean, credit to Joe Barry, we think for a lot of this Um, at least to be receptive to Matt LaFleur and maybe his coaching staff and some players saying, hey, we want to play more aggressive. But the production we saw from the Packers secondary against the Jets, I want to see more of. They played Mm -hmm. more press man. We saw Jair shadow Garrett Wilson. The entire game didn't allow a completion. I think Wilson ended the game with like one completion for eight yards, and it wasn't when he was being covered by Jair. So, you know, maybe you put Alexander on Terry McLaurin. I would love game. that. I yeah, would love like, that. Just, just see what happens. And I think that's, you know, that's where I'm going with the the Joe Barry thing. Like whether it was his decision or not, it, it looked like it was working before the dam broke. So the, yeah. the passing defense, I think, isn't necessarily the problem right now. I think you could argue that they were one of the problems, um, but them playing more sticky coverage is only going to help their front seven out as far as, you know, yeah. run blocking and getting pressure on the quarterback. I think that
1: this game could be a really big game for the Packers pass rush. Um, I don't, this (laughs) commander's offensive line doesn't have, you know, some of the weapons I think some other offensive lines have had. And I can see Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith kind of going to town. And especially if, you know, the Packers secondary is able to blanket some of these, receivers then it's gonna Taylor Heineke is not going to be throwing into tight windows you know like he's he's and if he is I think there's going to be opportunities for takeaways but I think in conjunction of what we saw last weekend against the Jets like this Packers defense has another opportunity to really shut them down like we at least we saw in the first half
2: yeah I agree and I mean it it's just nice to see like we talked about a little bit earlier in the show like the foundational things. And Jerry Gray, you know, had said in his presser, like, we're going to get this fixed. Jair Alexander before the Jets game said, we really like the plan that we're going to trot out. And yes, you can argue like that doesn't mean as much when the Packers lose. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there's more confidence in the room, like the guys are really buying in, like, I'm not sure Jair would have said like, hey, I really like the moves that we're making on defense in week three or week four, you know, like I don't think he would have said that about playing zone or like soft coverage. So the fact that he was pleased with the plan that they had going into the Jets game on Sunday I feel like there's there's room for them to to be excited about what is ahead for the defense
1: yeah he was also asked how he was feeling even though they lost and he was like I still feel great about this team so they must have still and this defense deserves to have left the Jets game even though it was a loss and feel like you know we of all three of the phases did everything we possibly could to keep us um like in contention in this game, I want to see more plays on the ball. Like I just feel like the ball hawking abilities of this Packers secondary have not been tapped into whatsoever. And maybe we will now that they're playing more man, maybe they now that they get to be a little bit more aggressive, there'll be more opportunities for that. But like one interception on the season going into week seven is like simply unacceptable when you have this much talent in that secondary room. And I just want to see them go for the ball more. Like, I love a pass breakup, but let's get some takeaways. Like, winning the turnover battle has been a huge, huge differential in past years for this Packers team and their ability to win. So I think this Packers defense, I don't want to ask more of them. You know, like, they've stepped up enough this season, but I'm going to ask more of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, and thats I'm glad you mentioned that, because that's, that's where I was going next is outside of the game against the Bears in Week 6 you know, this is a commander's team that tip that has given the ball up. I mean, they had three turnovers week one and still managed to beat the Jaguars, but since then they've given up at least one, you know, turnover per game. So this theoretically, the Packers will have opportunities to take the ball away and, and, Theoretically, they would also have some opportunities to protect the football and not turn the ball over uh, because yeah. this is a commander's defense that hasn't necessarily forced too many turnovers. I think they have forced or at least gotten three turnovers on the season.
1: Yeah, I do think now that we're putting all the pieces like laying all the pieces out on the table. I do really think that as long as the Packers don't get in their own way this week, which again is a little bit of a tall tale. Um, A big ask, I mean, asking them to do this after the way we've seen them play this season. But genuine, I think if they just play their brand of football, play a clean game, simplify, if you will, what they've been doing, but just play good football. Like you said, not perfect, not great. Just play a good brand of football. You can very easily beat this commander's team. Just the stupid mistakes and the way that they shoot themselves in the foot – bad penalties, a turn, giving them the ball back. Like that's how you keep this commander's team um, hanging around. You ready?
0: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: What doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall, Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because
2: I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
1: What are you into?
0: Talking.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters, May 3rd. Read it PG 13.
2: I would also just love to see the Packers on their opening drive score a touchdown. Yeah. I just think about what it would do for the defense. And, you know, the Jets first half was not like the defense played great and but the offense couldn't get anything going and there gets to be a point where we keep using this phrase but the dam breaks and at some point like the Packers defense isn't going to give up zero points every game so the fact that they gave up 17 and some of those were on special teams blunders where you know the Jets offense had short field to get through if, if the Packers can go down and score and make it so this Packers defense is playing with a lead most of the game, that's where they thrive. And that's where I think we'll see them getting really aggressive and making plays on the ball. But if they just have to to try and protect the end zone because the Packers offense isn't scoring and they have to like do the heavy lifting to keep the Packers in this game, I think that's when they're going to run into trouble because there's going to be a point where they just can't hold anymore.
1: Yeah. Get the ball first, go down and score first. Honestly, even a field goal at this point, I think just early lead at all totally
2: changes the momentum and the mindset. I agree. So since since we're on that, that kind of, you know, score prediction time, what do you think? Because every time we've predicted a score this season, it has been. absolute chaos in the command
1: i will say i I have yet to predict a 30 point game because i don't i have not felt like they have been there yet so i agree um with myself (laughs) um
2: (laughs) still don't feel that way (laughs) i still
1: don't feel that way no i the packers are gonna need a win like they're they're just they simply have to win this game and they have to put up points like they have to get to at least three touchdowns in this game, in my mind, for them for them to feel good, for us to feel better, right? And I don't think that that's a tall order. So I am going to go, like, 24-14.
2: Okay. Mine was 24-17, and that's because I've predicted them to win by more than they have. <laughs> and they've been closer games, more contested games. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think Taylor Heineke is going to be a spark for the offense, but mm-hmm. I like the the trajectory that the defense is on. I think the offense knows that they have plenty to clean up and I, I'm just not ready to give up on this season. I'm not ready to declare anything a wash. I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. I think, I think the Packers win on Sunday. I think we feel pretty good about the performance and then we'll see, you know, what the narrative is going into the bills game. You know, I I don't know if yeah. it'll be, I don't know if it'll be the prettiest win, but it's not, it's not, doesn't count any different when you win pretty. So I think at this point they just have to get their gritty wins out of the way and then, you know, keep building, keep, keep stacking successes to use. I was going to say, they need to keep building. There just needs to be like, even if it's incremental,
1: there needs to Mm be progress. I don't want no 10 point loss. All right. This Packers team is just simply better than that.
2: I don't even want to field goal loss. You know, like I just, I, I think we're at the point of the season where it's, it's put up or shut up time. And I'm not saying that the Packers aren't like, like they're, I think they're, they're capable of, of putting it up, and I think they're capable of putting things together. It's still a long season. We still have, what, 11 games to play? Like, you know, anything can happen. We've got, we talked about it on the recap show. Both of the Super Bowl teams from last season are at three and three right now. There's a lot of contenders that are kind of on the bubble of what would be playoff time. So things are going to change a lot in the next even couple weeks as far as the standings go. And the Packers just have to stay in the mix. Yeah, they do. All right must win game set it here
1: we'll uh we'll be back monday and hopefully it's victory monday
2: <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a victory monday so it'd be nice to end things on a high note but this has been the packs which she said podcast thank you as always for tuning in and listening it helps us out a ton when you subscribe to the show and when you download the episode so please continue to do that we appreciate it very much you can find the podcast on twitter at pwss podcast and you can find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts including the odyssey app you can find us on youtube twitch and twitter for those live recap shows at packs what she said you can find perry on twitter at perry underscore goldstein and you can find me on twitter at maggie j loney so good vibes going into sunday must win game for the packers we think they'll do it hopefully we are talking about how they did it on monday but thank you as always for listening to the show go pack go go pack go